Hello, and welcome to this week's Aging with Grace podcast featuring animal therapy. We are going to explore how animals can help improve our health and quality of life. I'm DG from Aging with Grace, and my mission in life is to help people who are growing older, which is everyone. <laughs> I own a company that offers various services to help people live in their own homes as long as possible and hopefully forever. I love what we have to offer people, and I especially love our adult day healthcare center that we have lovingly named the Fountain of Youth Clubhouse. There we have good food, fun, and friends, and a nurse to help people to their best health. People can come anytime they like from 10 to 4 and go home and sleep in their own beds at night. And we specialize in preventing dementia and slowing the progression of dementia. We love helping people with dementia and their families have better health and quality of life. And one of the ways to have better health and quality of life is to participate in therapies that are appropriate for you. This segment is one in a series of podcasts I have been launching covering various kinds of therapies and how they might benefit us. It is up to us to seek these therapies out, but first we need to know they exist. Only you can ensure that you are getting the therapies that will benefit you. You can't rely on your doctors. They may or may not know about the therapy that is best for you. Animal therapy is certainly not for everyone, but I have seen the miraculous miraculous effects of a dog visiting sick people in the hospital, and I have read about how horse therapy has helped addicts recover and heal and hopefully continue living their lives free of substance abuse. Of course, there is a plethora of evidence about how having having a pet is supposed to improve people's health and quality of life. That was the subject of a podcast that I did in August 2022 titled Pets. But this podcast is not about pets. This podcast is about what a person trained to use animals who are trained to improve your health and quality of life has to offer you or someone you know. Awareness is the first step to improvement. That is why I produce these podcasts every week, because knowledge is power, power to help yourself or someone you know. So let's get started exploring animal therapy. As I said earlier, I have seen animal therapists in action. I have also attended a presentation by an animal therapist, and I believe that animal therapy works. But to learn more, I researched and found this article from Medical News Today titled, What to Know About Animal Therapy. Animal therapy or pet therapy refers to the use of animals as a way to help people cope with and recover from some physical and mental health conditions. Depending on the function of the therapy, people may choose from various animals, including dogs, horses, and birds. Animal-assisted therapy is not the only therapeutic option in most cases, but it can be a good choice for some people. Interacting with professionally trained dogs, horses, and birds may help people with physical or mental health conditions. Animal therapy, also called pet therapy or animal-assisted therapy, refers to various services using animals to help people with specific physical or mental health conditions. Animals may be able to provide comfort, alert others if someone is in danger, or even perform direct actions to help a person's condition when they are in need. It is a type of complementary or alternative therapy. It should enhance but not replace other treatments. On the whole, the goal of animal-assisted therapy is to alleviate or help people cope with some symptoms of various conditions where possible. The exact type of animal therapy can vary greatly depending on what condition the person has, the type of animal, and what kind of therapy they provide. 
Animal therapy builds on a concept called the human-animal bond, which describes people's desire to interact with and relate to animals. For many people, by interacting with a friendly animal, they can form a bond with them. This bond can produce a calming state in the person. This bond itself may help the person in several ways, such as reducing boredom, increasing movement and activity through walks and play, providing companionship and decreasing loneliness, increasing social interactions, improving mood and general well-being. The positive interactions with an animal may lead to benefits in the mind and body, such as reduced stress and an overall more balanced mental and emotional state. Animal therapy partially uses this bond in a directed way to achieve the goals of the therapy. Animal therapy can have several goals, and these will determine how it works. The type of therapy and target for this therapy may change depending on the condition and the type of aid that a person needs. Some examples include providing comfort and reducing levels of pain, improving movement or motor skills, developing social or behavioral skills, increasing motivation toward activities such as exercise or interacting with others, and the process of animal therapy itself typically involves the animal's handler, who is often the owner, bringing the animal to each session. The handler will work under a doctor's guidance to help the person achieve the goals of their therapy. A number of organizations train handlers and connect them to healthcare providers. Many handlers work as volunteers. Before getting approval, approval for therapy use, both the animal and the handler will have to go through various certifications with these groups and organizations. The handler must generally pass an instructional course on how to interact with people and perform the types of therapies that they may provide. The animal also has to go through certain checks. These will include checking immunization records and performing physical exams to ensure that the animal is generally healthy and free of disease. They will also have to undergo temperament testing to make sure that they behave properly with both the handler and other people. Additionally, the pair will go through obedience training. This rigorous testing and certification ensures the safety and professionalism of everyone involved and helps give the person access to the best therapy sessions possible. It is important to note that a therapy dog is not the same as a service dog and does not have all of the same rights. For example, a therapy dog cannot accompany a handler into a business establishment. Animal therapy may help people with a range of health issues, such as mental health. The Pet Partners Organization notes that these therapies may improve many important markers of stress and disorder by de decreasing anxiety and stress and decreasing perceptions of pain and reducing feelings of fear or worry and increasing feelings of social support and providing motivation, stimulation, and focus. A review study notes that animal therapy appears to provide general benefits for both physical and psychological health. Evidence for animal-assisted therapy appears strongest for markers of anxiety and depression in the widest range of people. The researchers note that the therapy may be beneficial for people from many different age groups with various conditions. For example, a 2019 study found that the use of therapy dogs improved the efficacy of mental health treatments among adolescents. 
Together, these factors may make the therapy helpful for aspects of conditions such as dementia, depression, anxiety, autism spectrum disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and schizophrenia. Studies involving the use of therapy horses and dogs have shown that animal therapy might also help alleviate the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. Some people going through rehabilitation for a drug use disorder may also respond well and have a greater sense of well-being when working with an animal. And for physical health, some forms of animal therapy may also help with markers of physical conditions including epilepsy and heart failure and pain from cancer treatment and post-operative recovery and recovery after a major stroke or another condition that causes a person to lose motor skills. Working with an animal in these cases may motivate the person to continue therapy, boost their mood, and reduce signs of pain. For physical conditions, it may help them move correctly and exercise often. Additionally, some long-term care facilities may offer pet therapy programs to help improve the mood and general well-being of people in these facilities. A study in psychogeriatrics found that dog-assisted therapy in long-term elderly care facilities helped reduce symptoms of depression. The research suggests that the dogs help facilitate social interaction and create positive emotional responses. However, more research is necessary to confirm the benefits of animal therapy. While animal therapy may be helpful for people with certain health conditions, it may not be right for everyone. Some people may be allergic to the animals that commonly play a role in therapy. Many people are allergic to the dander from a dog shedding, for example. For these individuals, animal therapy with a dog could cause far more harm than good. Others may simply be uncomfortable with or afraid of the animals. They may not choose this type of therapy as it would cause them more stress. In some cases, a person may become very attached to the animal rather quickly. This feeling could lead to possessiveness possessiveness, or actually decrease a person's satisfaction with therapy. Additionally, therapy animals that visit hospitals and other long-term care facilities may be carriers of certain infections or diseases. These may be a chance there may be a chance of them spreading these infections to other people, making thorough testing important for any animal. Animal therapy is a complementary treatment. It is not a basis for the treatment of any condition and should not and should only enhance or complement other treatment. It is not a replacement for other forms of therapy, such as psychotherapy or physical therapy. This form of therapy may not suit everyone, however. People who do not respond well to animal therapy or are not interested in trying it may ask about other options. These alternatives will vary depending on the person's condition. Animal therapy involves regular sessions with professionally trained animals and their handlers. It aims to help people cope with both physical and mental health disorders. Doctors or mental health specialists may recommend and administer animal therapy for various conditions with different goals in mind for each person. Some people may not enjoy animal therapy or have other reasons to to avoid it, and they can choose from alternative therapies. Anyone considering animal therapy should discuss the process and how they may benefit from it with a doctor or mental health specialist. And that is the end of the article from Medical News Today. 
As with other therapies, I like to learn what training and education the person giving the therapy needs needs to have to be certified as a therapist. I was shocked to learn that animal therapists are paid very little. Working with animals is very challenging. As with many valuable professions like child care and certified nurse assistants, the pay does not match the value or importance of the work being done. This is from Indeed.com, and it is titled, How to Become a Great Animal Therapist. If you enjoy working with animals and helping others, you may excel in a role as an animal therapist. These professionals typically spend time training and caring for animals that they can bring to therapy sessions. Most animal therapists use these pets to help reduce stress, improve health, improve health and self-esteem, and develop strong social skills. In, these artic- in this article, we review what an animal therapist is, their job duties, the skills they hold, and how to become an animal therapist. What is an animal therapist? An animal therapist or animal-assisted therapist provides guided support and treatment plans to patients using pets like dogs, horses, cats, and rabbits. Patients experiencing emotional, physical, or mental health issues typically attend animal-assisted therapy sessions to receive affection from animals. This can help ease these patients' anxieties and induce more positive emotions. Most animal therapists integrate these trained animals into their treatment plans and supervise the interaction to see how well it improves the patient's mood and well-being. What does an animal therapist do? Animal therapists are professionals who incorporate animals into patients' therapy sessions to help them recover from certain mental health challenges and cope with various medical conditions. Many animal therapists live with the animals they work with to create a trusting bond and lasting connection. This can make it easier for them to instruct and supervise the pets during each therapy session. Patients typically spend an hour or two interacting with the animal by petting or playing with them to create a more relaxing and comfortable environment. Common job responsibilities of an animal animal therapist include visiting patients' private homes, nursing homes, correctional facilities, and hospitals to offer treatment sessions to patients, and training animals to remain patient, kind, and loving during the entire session, and monitoring each session to ensure the animals remain comfortable throughout, and caring for the animal before, during, and after all sessions, and establishing trust and a strong connection with the animal to keep it calm and nurturing at all times, and conducting exercises and routines for the animals to follow during sessions. Now, what are animal therapists' skills? Many animal therapists typically hold advanced social skills to help them interact with several people throughout the day, including patients, medical professionals, and animal trainers. It's also important for animal therapists to remain patient, kind, loving, and supportive when working with both animals and clients. Great animal therapists have effective interpersonal and observational skills that allow them to identify when patients or animals feel uncomfortable. This helps them determine how to handle certain instances of positive or negative interactions between pets and patients during sessions. Common skills strong animal therapists hold include interpersonal and listening abilities and verbal and written communication skills and patients' compassion and understanding 
and introspective and observational skills, critical thinking and problem-solving skills, and ability ability to stay calm in high-pressure situations. So how to become an animal therapist? Most qualified animal therapists study social sciences or psychology subjects and earn the necessary certifications to have enough training to offer effective therapy sessions to patients. Follow these steps to become an animal therapist. One, earn the necessary education. Most states and employers require animal therapists to earn their bachelor's and master's degrees in areas of study like social sciences or psychology. This provides them with the skills and knowledge needed to conduct therapy sessions with patients and conduct different treatment plans. Most of these programs teach you about basic psychology concepts to identify areas to work on and potential animal treatment options that can improve certain medical and mental health conditions. And two, Receive your certification. Once you graduate from the required degree program, you can pursue your certification, which teaches you more about how to use animals to help patients treat or cope with certain conditions. There are various training programs available that offer certifications in this field. Conduct research to find programs offered by an accredited organization like the American Associations for Veterinary State Boards or the International Association for Continuing Education and Training. You may find accreditations and specific requirements to complete these programs listed on their websites. Many programs require in-person, hands-on courses, while others allow you to take them online in your spare time. You may learn more about working closely with animals in a therapeutic setting, interpreting body languages of both humans and animals, training animals to work safely and comfortably in various therapy environments, and understanding the emotions and cognition of animals and building animal enrichment programs. And three, gain on-the-job training. Once you earn your certification and other qualifications, you can pursue a part-time or full-time role as an animal therapist. There are many different locations you can choose to work in, like hospitals, rehabilitation centers, medical clinics, or nursing homes. During your training, you may typically shadow a current animal therapist who can teach you different techniques and methods for training and caring for animals. You may follow them to different training sessions to learn how to interact with patients and build treatment plans that improve the patient's well-being and keep the animals comfortable. Your employer may also assign you certain animals to work with, which you can spend time bonding with and getting to know. This helps you establish trust with these animals to ensure they remain more comfortable, relaxed, and patient with interacting with others during therapy sessions. Once you've received enough shadow trading, you can travel with these animals and work independently on different therapy sessions. And four, choose a specialty. When you gain more experience in different environments and fields, you can develop a better understanding of which environment, and field you'd like to commit to full-time. You can examine where your strengths and interests lie to determine which field or age group you'd like to work with, if possible, as you can also continue working in a more general field assisting several different patients each day. You can specialize in developing behavioral skills in children or improving memory with older patients experiencing dementia. Other fields you can consider working in are speech-language pathology, social work, 
occupational therapy, recreational therapy, or physical therapy. And that is the end of the article from Indeed.com. As I said earlier, though, an animal therapist is not paid well, earning an average of $34,000 per year, while ZipRecruiter is is seeing hourly wages as high as $23.80 and as low as $9.62. The majority of animal-assisted therapy wages currently range between $14.42 to $19.23 across the United States. The average pay range for an animal-assisted therapy varies little. It only varies by $4.81, which suggests that regardless of location, there are not many opportunities for increased pay or advancement, even with several years of experience. So, this is me talking. It's no wonder that there aren't very many animal therapists around here, around where I live, or anywhere for that matter, It is a covered benefit with some health insurance plans, including Medicare Part B plans. Remember, Part B plans are the same as Medicare supplement plans. Same, It's just a different name for a supplement plan. And Medicare Advantage is sometimes called Medicare Part C plans. I don't know if Medicare Advantage plans cover animal-assisted therapy. I haven't called. That's what I have, Medicare Advantage, and I haven't called to find out. But as with all therapies, I advise calling your particular plan representative and asking. And I advise talking with your doctor because oftentimes if the doctor asks for it, you're more likely to get it covered by your insurance company. As I covered in another podcast about a dance therapist, though, even if your plan does cover the therapy and even if your doctor does prescribe it, you may not be able to find a therapist, an animal therapist in your area to provide the therapy. So if you can't get a professional animal therapist to help you, how can you still benefit from some animal therapy? And this is just my opinion. This is not really animal therapy, but I recommend seeking out interactions with animals. I think animals are part of our natural environment, and we function best in our natural environment. (laughs) Spending too much time in a man-made artificial world is not good for us. I like to look at National Geographic and other high-quality nature videos focusing on animals. I also go to the zoo, and I go for walks very often, several times a week, in our local arboretum, and oftentimes I see squirrels, rabbits, birds, and chipmunks there. Once I saw a box turtle, and another time I saw a garden snake. Once I even saw a deer, and one year I saw a wild turkey over and over, but then I stopped seeing it guess it moved on. (laughs) And once I saw a man walking with a house cat draped around his neck. Of course, I always see people walking their dogs. I'm surprised I don't see possums, skunks, and raccoons because I have seen them on other walks on other trails near here, but that's probably because I don't get out early enough. And there's a koi pond there at the Arboretum with fish in it too. I even enjoy seeing the insects, the butterflies, the bees, the dragonflies, etc. I think Animals are magical, and seeing them feeds our souls. It's amazing to me how animals and plants and aquatic life and insects and bacteria and viruses and fungus and molds and all the other living and semi-living things all work together in harmony (laughs) most of the time. Usually if it messes up, it's because mankind has messed it up. So to me, animal therapy 
connects us to the healing power of nature. It grounds us. It regenerates us. I'm hoping that you can access some animal therapy in some form or another. If you feel that, if you feel that would be good for you, like the article said, it's not for everybody. But for me, I think connecting with nature is is good for everybody. But animal therapy offers a specific kind of healing power. And with that, I am signing off and wishing you a week of making happy memories that might include some animals. (laughs) Bye for now. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the last episode. For more information, please go to aginglucasinfo.org. That's aginglucasinfo.org. Thank you. The Health Club for Seniors is your kind of place. So come and join us and age with grace.